0: Hello!
1: He is Samuel Broden.
0: And she is Kristen R.B. Peterson.
1: We are your new play-based advocate, BFFs, and we are answering all your early childhood burning questions.
0: Each episode, we are honoring play in childhood by exploring how imagination creativity, and hands-on experiences can shape young minds.
1: From the quest for the perfect Play-Doh recipe to the epic battle of cleanup time, we've got you covered.
0: Whether you're an administrator looking for ways to embrace more play in your program or a classroom teacher looking for new ideas and inspiration, we've got you covered.
1: So grab a cup of coffee or wine and join us to laugh, learn, reflect, and honor play. Let's get going!
0: Hi everyone! I'm excited to be here with you today. My amazing friend and co-host Kristen is traveling and speaking and doing all the amazing things that she does, so you'll have to just listen to me this week. But don't be too sad, because I think we're going to have a good conversation, and I'm really excited about it. There's been something that has really been on my mind As of late, um, and I thought that it would be a good thing to talk about over the podcast. I don't know how many of you know this, but I have a book coming out at the end of the year all about gender expression in children and how we can create safe and supportive and celebratory spaces for queer children and trans children and queer teachers, trans teachers, just basically how we can create a safe space for everybody. And so It's been something that I've been working on for, I don't know, probably the last year or so. So it's been something that's definitely been on my mind heavy a lot and kind of going through this process of getting the book ready for publication and everything that kind of goes along with that. It's it's just something that really, really sticks in my mind, this idea of gender and children and how we as adults think about gender and how we can shift the way that we think about it um, so that we can just kind of create those spaces for children where they feel safe to learn about who they are, uh, discover who they are, and just be able to do that in a safe space, a place where they feel supported, where they feel celebrated, where they feel really special. So that's really been on my mind, and it's interesting to me because I've gotten a few, let's just say, negative comments on social media surrounding this idea of gender, right? And of course, obviously, we know that that's going to happen, right? That's going to be a thing because this whole new generation of people, this whole new celebration of gender and who we are, and this whole new way of thinking, right, that is really coming to the forefront about who each of us is and that we should be able to celebrate that, right? We already know that there's a lot of people in the world and a lot of people in this country who do not agree with that who get very very upset and angry anytime that we talk about anything that has to do with gender um sexuality um sexual orientation any of those things right when we talk about those things in terms of children and how children feel and who children are, um, people tend to get very, very upset, right? So as I was writing this book, and as I was thinking about, you know, just putting it out there into the world, on the one hand, it's it's very, very important, and it's very, um it needs to be talked about, right? But on the other hand, it was really making me think like, is this really something that I want to do? Because what type of response am I going to get? Or what type of, um, reactions am I, am I going to get and w- And what am I ready for? You know? Um, and those of you that know me, um, know that I don't really care what other people think. um, about what I have to say or what I do or who I am as a person. But as much as I don't care, it still is difficult and hard to be in a position where people spew all sorts of things at you because of the things that you believe, right? So for me... For me, the important thing that's that's kind of always been the backbone of what I do and why I work with children and all of those things, it's always been about wanting to create spaces for children that I needed when I was younger, wanting to be the adult for children that I needed when I was younger, right? That's That's been my whole goal because me being a queer person, knowing the experience that I went through, knowing the trauma, knowing the negativity, knowing all of these kind of feelings, right? All of these feelings of not belonging, all of these feelings of not really understanding myself, all of these feelings of hating myself, of wanting to be somebody different, uh, all of that, right? It's a very common story among queer people, but it's something that I don't want children to also have. I don't want that to be their story, right? It's my story. And I can use my story to help ensure that other children don't have to have the same struggles. And so that's kind of where where I've always come from with it, right? Is like, I just want to create spaces where all children are able to be who they are and are able to feel confident and celebrated and strong in that a world where queer children don't have to consider harming themselves or unaliving themselves because of the hate that gets spewed towards them um the rates of the rates of people who um unalive themselves are higher in the queer community and that goes for queer children as well. Um, I talk about that a little in my book, um, just the statistics and what it looks like for children who are queer that don't have spaces that are supportive and safe, and what that can really lead to. Not just um, you know, those acts of harm on themselves, but also just rates of depression, anxiety, um things like that right which are also things that i struggle with and i'm sure a lot of you do as well and it's not something that we want children to have to struggle with so for me it's it's really just about creating those safe spaces um spaces where children are allowed to thrive and live and be celebrated um and the sad thing is is that's not what there's a lot of people that don't want that right there's a lot of people who are very uncomfortable with the idea of a child questioning their gender, or a child being curious about who they are, or a child discovering that they're queer. Um, there's a lot of ignorance and fear surrounding that, right? And we already know that we live in a country that is full of ignorance, a country that is full of hate, um, and it seems like we may be moving in the wrong direction, um, which is another reason why this conversation is so important. But the reason that I wanted to talk about this on this episode of this podcast was specifically because of the comments that I received, and there was a post that I had posted I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and it was just talking about, you know, believing children when they tell you who they are, respecting children's pronouns, respecting children's names, respecting children's gender, those types of things, um, which, I mean, you would assume is is a simple thing to do, right? But, that, like I said, there's a lot of very angry and misinformed and ignorant people out there. And I got a comment from, um, a woman, um, who I won't, I won't mention anybody's names or anything because I, I respect people and their privacy and and who they are. Um, but she commented and the comment was along the lines of something like, well, I guess if I believe I'm a turtle then you just need to call me a turtle and then I guess I'm just a turtle right that's what you're saying and it was interesting to me because this is the sort of rhetoric I think that comes out a lot with these um people who are homophobic or transphobic or you know any any of those this is that rhetoric that comes out where Okay, well, if you're just saying that children can tell you who they are, then I guess I can just tell you that, yeah, I'm a turtle or I'm a unicorn and you just have to respect that. And it's interesting to me because that is obviously ridiculous, but it completely negates the exact point of what I'm trying to make is that children's identity a person's identity is not something to it's not something to equate to something that's so unrealistic right it's not a joke right and so when they say these comments and they make these comments about oh i guess i'm a turtle i guess i'm a unicorn I guess i'm guessing this right it's it's very very disrespectful to the to the journey that everyone goes on themselves right it, it 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 it's akin to i always think about it where people say um oh you know i'm not racist because i would love anybody whether you're black blue purple orange right when people say those kinds of things it's the same type of thing right it's 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 a ridiculous uh caricature uh, of what we're talking about and it it's very dehumanizing right because you're taking who who i am or who i'm thinking i am or who i'm figuring out who i am and you're 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 mocking it right because obviously no person is a turtle and no person is purple or yellow right so it's the same type of thing and so i found it very interesting that this person this woman decided to comment this on the post that I was making in regards to offering children a safe space, right? And so my my first thought was and this is the thing y'all like it's so it is so difficult to not respond, right? Because there's part of me that wants to just completely like go off, right? Completely just Give a response and just like let this person know how ridiculous they sound, right? That's that's a part of me, right? It's that it's that defense, right? And it's very hard to not do that. And also for me, it's very hard to not let these comments really kind of take take over my thought process and take over really my day, right? It's I, I see the comment come through and then I'm I'm anxious and I'm thinking about it and I'm worried about it all day, right? which is one of the reasons why I really, I always joke, I really don't think that I could be a celebrity at all because I can't even handle, like, these comments coming forward, right? But if I was like, oh my god, like, Taylor Swift or somebody, like, I really don't think I'd be able to handle it. But it's very, very difficult to not respond. But I have to remember that while I'm trying to change people's minds or get people to think differently, especially people like this woman, sometimes a response isn't necessary, right? Sometimes a person is just in that ignorant and negative space, and my response is going to be a waste of my energy, a waste of my intelligence, a waste of my breath, a waste of my everything, right, to respond. But it's very hard because that viewpoint that she gave me on that comment is the viewpoint that a lot of people have. And that's why the work that we do is so important. And that's why, you know, the work that we do is not going to change the world right now. We're not going to be able to change everyone's mind and get everyone to be on our side and get everyone to believe these things and get everyone to be supportive of children and we know that right it's it's work it's a lot of work and it will probably be done far past our lifetime right but that's why it's so important for us to talk about it and to bring these things up and so that was a comment that i received right and then of course when when i'm talking about things like gender with children and things like that of course we're going to get those people who are out there using the g word right groomer grooming oh my god you're grooming all these children to be gay or whatever they think right and i i just have to be real with i i have to be real with you all about this that is just effing ridiculous. Like it's, it's, it's so, um, it's so small minded. Um, it's very unoriginal. It's very disrespectful. Um, and it's interesting because I actually have a few screen recordings on my phone of different posts that I've seen across social media where, there are adults doing very adult things with children um like there's a video i have saved a screen recording of a post that i saw on social media of a grown woman in a swimsuit in a pool dancing provocatively on a little boy in the pool everybody recording it was cheering and laughing and the comments on the post were, ooh, he's, he's going to be a lady killer. Ooh, he likes that. Look at him go. He's ready. He's grown. He's this. And the boy was probably like eight years old. And it's things like th- that that is very interesting to me because it's like no one's going to say anything about that, right? No one's going to speak up about that. No one's going to say that that's inappropriate or wrong or grooming or anything, right? They're going to laugh about it. They're going to think it's cute. They're going to think it's whatever, right? And it's it's actually disgusting to me because it all boils down to this idea of the these these kind of homophobic and transphobic ideas, right? Because we see all the time this idea of of you know cisgendered and heterosexual kind of lifestyles being quote unquote pushed like they say, right, Uh, onto children, right? We see it all the time. We see it in movies. We see it in Disney movies. We see it in everywhere, right? Um, We see people all the time. Oh, is that your girlfriend? Is that your boyfriend? And they're like four and five, right? Oh, yep, again, he's going to get all the ladies. He's going to do this. She's going to be a kill. Like, all of those things. Like, first of all, it's completely inappropriate. Second of all... It's it's assuming that the child is going to be what you think they should be, right? You, The child is going to be what you consider to be normal or right, you know? And it's actually, I mean, I want to say it's unbelievable, but it's really not, right? But it's like, all I'm trying to do is give children a chance to discover who they are safely, give children a chance to make it to their adulthood, where they can be who they want to be. And that isn't something that other people want, right? That isn't something that these people want. And every time I see comments like that, or any, and, 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 and I could give probably a hundred other examples, and you know exactly what I'm talking about but whenever i see things like that you know yeah i'm i'm mad and i'm angry and i'm pissed off and it's 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 really really difficult to see but i think the overwhelming feeling that i get is just sadness because these people have children these children have parents and family members that believe these things and if we look at the statistics for how many people in our world consider themselves to be a part of the queer community, there's a very high chance that these children may be queer. And the fact that they are surrounded by these outdated and um, really, really horrible viewpoints, it just makes me very, very sad to think about how that child is going to feel about themselves and what struggles they're going to have because of the ideas that their families and that their parents are putting into them. Um, it's, It's really just about the children and the fact that people can't see that. They don't understand that children have the ability to understand who they are. I was four, five years old when I knew that there was something different about me. I had no spaces to learn about what that was. So it took me a long time to figure out that I was queer, that I was gay. And it was a struggle because I didn't have anyone to help me figure that out. or I didn't have anyone to look to to know that it was okay. And I don't want that same thing for these kids. I want these kids to have spaces where it's okay to be who you are, and it's celebrated, and I believe you, and I know. And so many people in this world just want to continue to perpetuate these heteronormative ideas of what and who people should be. And it's it's quite disgusting, and it makes me... Um, very, very upset. And it's interesting because if everyone just let themselves be who they were and let themselves like the things that they liked and let themselves just enjoy life the way they want to enjoy it, it would be such a difference, right? Because, you know, they talk about like they believe that gender is kind of this binary, right? Where you're a man or you're a woman, right? That's that's what the, that's what these people are believing, right? And we're trying to shift that into like, you know, it's it's a spectrum, right? It's not a binary, you know, there isn't just two genders, all these things. But it's interesting because if we really think about it, every single person probably falls somewhere in this spectrum and not on one side or the other as they perceive there to be sides right so you look at these men out there who you know believe men and men are men and women are women and all these things right you look at them and it's like i bet you there's something that they enjoy or that they like to do that is not typical of what their given gender is right there's women out there who probably like and do things that are not typical of the gender that they were assigned, or that they were given, or that they are. If we would all just begin to understand that none of this even matters, be who you are, love who you want to love, do the things you enjoy, and as long as you are kind to the people around you, that's all that should matter. And that's what I tell the children all the time, right? I don't care what you do while we're here in class. I don't care what you do with your life, as long as you are kind to the people around you, as long as you are kind to yourself, as long as you are kind to our earth, then that's all that really matters. And if more people kind of had that idea, if more people really stuck to that, we would have a much better world than we do right now. Um, We would have children who are surviving and thriving and being celebrated for who they are. We would have children who don't struggle to be who they are, who don't hide who they are, who don't harm themselves because of who they are. We would have children who know real unconditional love, right? And I know that is a dream that is probably not going to be realized in my lifetime. And I'm okay with that because I know that I can be a part of that change. I can be a part of what the future is going to be like for these children, right? And that's what's important. You know, it's, it's very sad for me to see people not supporting, believing, and celebrating children for who they are. Not allowing children to figure these things out. Not allowing children to be who they are, even if you don't understand it. Because it's not for you to understand, right? It's for the person to understand. I just really, really hope that by having more conversations like this, that we can hopefully begin to shift this mindset that is so prevalent in our world, right? That we can start to really protect children, protect all children, protect all people, that's really what my hope is, and it's it's a hard road, um, and if you're on it with me, I'm right there with you, and we're in it together, and we can make those changes. Um, yeah, I kind of just wanted to get on here and just talk a little bit about that, because that was really heavy on my mind. Um, yeah, it's it's a really heavy topic, but it's very, very important, and I I feel very honored to be able to... Have a voice in that fight and have a voice in this idea so be sure to look out for my book coming at the end of the year it's great it's, it's really created for you right it's it's a guide it's a guide that's meant to be used the book is called gender expression and inclusivity in early childhood a teacher's guide to queering the classroom it's a wonderful book with lots of my ideas lots of stories from people in the field, stories from children, and a lot of space for self-reflection. So it, it's created, I created it to be a guide for you to use, to write in, to go back to. And it's been, it's been something I've worked on for a while. So I'm really, really excited for it to come out into the world. So I'll be talking about it more on the podcast coming up, but yeah, be on the lookout for that. Thanks so much for Sticking with me over this last almost half hour and listening to just me without Kristen. I am very excited to have Kristen back for our next episode. So we will be here talking about, I don't know what, maybe send us some ideas. Send us things you want to talk about, questions you have. We're so excited to be on this journey with with all of you and we want to thank you all for listening to us and downloading and giving us a five-star review, which if you haven't given us a five-star review, please do. So it was greatly appreciated and very helpful for us. (laughs) No, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing and downloading and going on this journey with us. Both of us love you all and appreciate you all and see you all for who you are. So join us here again next time and until then bye everyone
1: thank you for listening you can find me at kristenrbpeterson.com and where can we find you
0: you can find me at honoringchildhood.org thank
1: you for listening if thank you would you. be so kind to leave us a five-star review we would be so appreciative
0: we would love you forever